homeschool friends, and welcome to the Homeschool High School podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Kim, and I'm here with Vicki, um, and Sabrina will be back in another episode soon. Yes, um, but we had so much stuff on our hearts, we couldn't wait for her. So I know, we're just going like, to talk, barrel yeah. on ahead. Yeah. Um, plus, this is, this is a uh, topic that's so very near and dear to Vicki in my heart. So it was yeah. a great one for us to do together. So we want to talk about facilitating, helping kids have the tools for being part of a group and making others part of a group. Mm -hmm. And in our different hats in the homeschool community and co-ops and group classes and youth group with the homeschoolers, part of our job has been helping kids be a together culture, not a clicky culture. Mm -hmm. Because no one wants the reputation of homeschool clicks. No, 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 no. Yeah, none of us like clicks. It's it's just not, it's not a good thing anywhere we... We're, when we were doing our brainstorming, we thought about church and how many times have you gone to a new church and were people warm and welcoming and, and friendly or did people not even acknowledge that you were there? Yeah. And It's you know. so awkward when you walk in and it's like people are not even noticing there's a new person. Absolutely. Yeah. And the whole thing of where do I sit yeah. in a new setting? You know, yeah. am I sitting... <gasps> Is this someone else's seat? And oh, yeah. Oh, you want, okay, rabbit trail. You want to hear a good story? Absolutely. It's us, after all. My (laughs) grandmother was a, a dedicated Christian, and she always sat in the second row, right on the inside aisle. That was always her seat. Wherever she was, that was her seat. So one day the church was really full, and a visitor came um, pushing her older mother in a wheelchair down the road. My grandmother at that time was in her late, late 60s, and so the the woman reeled the, the older woman up in the wheelchair right beside my grandmother and said, would you mind scooting over so my mother can sit down in the row? And my grandmother said, absolutely not. <laughs> and have we not all been places where we have said that or heard someone say that? And, or, or at least the nonverbals said it. thought it, it. Yeah. Yep, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. So we, we want to give our tools to, to our kids to feel a little more welcoming and uh, welcomed. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So one of the, the things that we've done at the Umbrella School that all mm-hmm. of our kids have been part of is try to work on the principles of goof. Yes, yes. So, so outline so, goof for us. So, yes, we're not a very rule-oriented culture and we don't really want to be we want to really teach ourselves and our students to um, be able to figure out what is appropriate Mm -hmm. within a broader context and not have to have everything spelled out for Mm us um, which is harder for some students than others and so we have to kind of you know coach some more than Mm -hmm. others Um, but when we were moving from one building to another we had to come up with this new catchy thing we wanted to come up with and so we came up with goof and um, respect goof and goof is God, mm-hmm. others, ourselves, 
and the facility. <laughs> and all of those are important to yes, respect. They yeah. are. And that really summed up everything. Mm-hmm. We couldn't think of anything that we needed that didn't fall under there. So those were really the, the only rules mm-hmm. at the school is, yeah. is are you respecting God? Then mm-hmm. you're not cursing. You know, mm-hmm. you're not doing things like that. Are you respecting others? Mm-hmm. So you're not making fun at another's expense unless oh. they ask you make fun of yes, you. Yes, know? right. Exactly. And, and there is a lot of that in our culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and so that that kids can feel like they can go to school without any abuse or bullying, that they will be respected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So then you have to kind of communicate that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, actually, Vicky's son and Sabrina's son made this hysterical video that we used to show at orientation. We need to figure out what happened to that and get it back. I wonder if it's on um, YouTube and we oh, can put links be. in the show notes. Yeah. Oh, so, that would be great. Yeah. So we the kids look. had to watch it at yeah. the beginning of the year, every year, and yep. to just establish the norms of the culture. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what we expect. Yeah. And uh, so we didn't have to make 16 gazillion rules. Yep. And there was a lot of latitude for growth mm-hmm. in there. So, and then we, then we would, you and I, like give them kind of hands-on tools and we Mm -hmm. generally would pick some kids who had some social skills already and kind of give them the job of being a a facilitator Mm -hmm. and uh, they would meet people as they came in first day of the school do they still do that yes we do absolutely yeah Yeah. they'd be standing at the door taking people to classrooms giving their names yeah and and not not as a i'm an all that kid but that i'm so excited that this new person is here and they introduce them around yep yep a welcoming a um a, not really mentory but but that kind of thing like you can yeah. ask me questions mm-hmm. so now you know somebody here if you mm-hmm. knew no one when you walked in the door mm-hmm. now you do and they would practice we would mm-hmm. get them ahead and practice and they would they would be prepared that's a job that introvert kids can do mm-hmm. that that if you give a kid a role yes oh big then they they can act it out. Mm-hmm. They you know like anybody can say I'm doing my role of facilitator and I am going to go introduce myself to this new person and take them as ask them to sit beside me in class. Mm-hmm. That uh, that if you have a role you can fulfill it. Yeah, absolutely. They can introduce that student to mm-hmm. other people. Yeah, and just start some network going so they don't even have to. Um, be their main person, too, which is also something, you know, that they may be more comfortable being a facilitator as opposed to to being the main person. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And then for extrovert kids, it's very good because extrovert kids naturally draw people to them. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes they get lazy and don't include Mm -hmm. because it just happens organically. And when they have the role of bringing people in, it helps them to remember to use those skills to be inclusive, not to be all about themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And it kind of helps... Um, there's, then people see a balance there. Mm-hmm. They know that, wow, you know, if I'm more comfortable with this maybe quieter person or, oh, wow, I am quieter, but if I'm around this person who's a little more exuberant, then I, they kind of take care of that for me. Yeah. 
So I, I know with all of my kids, as they were growing up and kind of going into adolescence around middle school, mm-hmm. I started telling them that they had a role whenever they were in a group. Mm-hmm. And that was to be their role was facilitator. Because mm-hmm. all of my kids are kind of quiet, kind of mm-hmm. like their mom. Although mm-hmm. you never know any of us are the quiet, no, tired you, you, types. Not at all. Yeah. But they, it was their role to facilitate. Mm-hmm. And it was their role to look around the perimeter of a group group mm-hmm. and find the people who were not being talked to yep. and walk up to them. And if nothing else, you just say hi. Yeah. And if it's the first day you say, hi, my name is, what's yours? Yeah. And if that's all that happens, okay. Yeah. If they can come up with another question, but at least no one leaves the room without being talked to. And then it automatically makes my kid connected with a whole bunch of people. There you go. Because they had that role and they were doing it because they're a good person and they want to do that. And the other thing I've heard you tell people is just smile. Yeah. And it's so powerful. We don't realize that, especially for someone who doesn't want to engage in a lot of conversation. Mm -hmm. Just a warm, welcoming smile is just a nice... It makes anybody feel good. You can never go wrong smiling at someone. Shoulders back, yeah, chin up, Mona right. Lisa smile. Yep. By the end of the day, somebody's going to talk to you. And that's yep. why I, I, we call it magic nonverbals. Because mm-hmm. when we're, we're feeling shy, we tend to sit with our shoulders in mm-hmm. and our head down. And that says, don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've tried that mm-hmm. out the other day. Is I was at a big retreat and mm-hmm. I was by myself. Mm-hmm. So there's all these people I've never met before. Mm-hmm. And so I, I knew our social skill when you're in a, a, a classroom setting, sit to the front. Mm-hmm. So I sat up in the front and I sat shoulders back, chin up with a Mona Lisa smile. And while the speaker was speaking and afterwards, the speaker came to me and said, thank you for your affirming smile. I was feeling so nervous and you made me feel better. So I made a friend that right there. That is awesome. I have had speakers do the same thing to me because yeah. I do. I tend to, I put myself in their shoes and I mm-hmm. think I'm just going to, I'm just going to engage. I'm here. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah. makes them feel better. It does. So yeah. if it works for us grownups, it'll work for the, the kids too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah right. Right. So what are yeah. some of the things you're doing with the kids these days? Well, one of the things that, that we've really found that Vicki and I have both done over the years of, is we found that like you you don't have to affect every single person to affect the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of um, it's kind of like this great um, kind of a bullseye kind of uh, image if you want to think about it that uh-huh. way. Uh-huh. Um, and you have kids that are invested at different levels. Like your outer ring of your bullseye is your entire community. Uh-huh. Um, and your inner ring are the kids who are the, the real um, invested kids who mm-hmm. really want to, or sometimes their parents want the, really want uh-huh. them to uh-huh. be involved or whatever. But they're the ones who are willing to come and put in extra time and really care not only about their own experience, but the experience for others. And so if we pour a lot into those kids in the middle, um, we're, we're pouring into everybody, but we can maybe pour more into those kids in the middle, and then they will kind of pour into the kids mm-hmm. on the next layer of the ring who will pour in. And it's sort of, I'm putting a whole bunch of images out here, but 
Sort of like when you throw a, a rock in in a water, right? And it makes that big splash in the middle, but the splash keeps or the ripples keep going out. Right, right. So it's not playing favorites. It's no. investing in like the the thought leaders in the community. Yeah, exactly. So that reminds me when I was at a conference many years ago at Irwin McManus's church. Mm-hmm. He was talking about the the bell shaped curve of population. I drive people crazy. Oh, Vicky loves her bell shaped curves. Okay. So we've so got it's statistics. You bullseye, got rocks bell, in the water, and bell-shaped, bell-shaped curves. curves now. So he, you know, if you imagine any kind of statistics on a group, mm-hmm. if you if you run the data, it will fall into the shape of a bell. Mm-hmm. And on each, in the middle is the high part of the bell. Most people mm-hmm. are in that part, and then there's two lower ends, the rim of the bell, mm-hmm. and uh, and those are what they call the outliers. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So what Erin McMahon is said, and and this is just general leadership Mm. stuff, Mm -hmm. is if you invest in the far outliers, so he calls them the yellows. Yeah, because it's in colors, right? And uh, if you invest in the yellows and give them tools, they will invest in the next, the the little bit bigger part of the rim, and he calls those greens. So the yellows will invest in the greens, and the greens and the yellows will pull the middle, the blues, Mm -hmm. over. So the whole bell moves and then what the cool thing is is there's outliers on the negative side and you know in any group there's somebody that's having a bad day or a Mm -hmm. bad life Mm -hmm. and those tend to get pulled over a little bit Mm -hmm. and we found in a loving culture Mm -hmm. that sometimes we win them and they turn blue themselves yeah Yeah. that's beautiful blue is a beautiful color yeah yeah (laughs) and that's that that underlying tone it's always been and you know mm-hmm. anywhere kim goes there's, there's a party and there's love and <laughs> and uh you know so we've always loved having kim there and her foundation is these kids are loved big they're, time they're not here for rules and you know our right. friend melanie wilson yes. at homeschool sanity which is mm-hmm. our favorite amazing podcast, yes yeah. um is she says you have to have relationship before rules mm, and if kids so know true. that 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 we care about them that we that there is love Absolutely. Um, that even a, a broken kid is going to grow some. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's so true. And without that, all they're seeing is rules and, oh, you don't like me, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But if they know that, that they're loved, then they can see that rule as a mm-hmm. tool to help them, help the culture, help whatever. Yeah. So when teens know that bell-shaped curve or that target, like if they mm-hmm. know, hey, I am going to make myself that yellow or that center of the target, and I'm going to start pulling people toward that center, mm-hmm. you're empowering those teens with a lifetime of skills because oh, that's yeah. everywhere they'll go the rest of their life. They're going to do that. They they have they can they can mm-hmm. even if they're shy retiring types. Mm-hmm. And and you can look at our kids. You yeah. Know, well, oh. your kids are talky extroverts. But most they're, of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Most yeah. of them. Yeah. But all of them mm-hmm. learn to capture their strengths or their mm-hmm. quiets. And mm-hmm. my kids were more the, mm-hmm. the quiet types. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all learn to capture those skills and create culture around them. And mm-hmm. that's been portable where they, you know, oh, hockey yeah. and then, Absolutely, you know, yeah. their careers afterwards. Right. Yeah. Their workplaces there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wherever they go. Yeah. 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 So it's been, been good, uh, good information here. 
So, so yeah. asking people questions, you know, yep. like making themselves facilitators mm-hmm. so that wherever they go, they can find somebody to talk to and make their life better. And that makes friends and that changes cultures. And then to have norms of the cultures explained to mm-hmm. kids yeah. so that they know these are expectations. So mm-hmm. we recommend the goof. Absolutely. Absolutely. Em- embrace the goof. <laughs> <laughs> So one goofy thing Mm, that our kids did with Sabrina over the Mm -hmm. years is her drama camps and drama classes. And my uh, number four kid Mm. always said that was one of the most important places he learned social skills. Oh, yeah. Was in in drama, trying on characters Mm -hmm. and, you know, working out backstories that he actually learned a lot of tools for life in that. Wow, that's awesome. So if people checked out, sevensistershomeschool.com yes. and uh, look on their, our e-store. There's a lot of drama resources that mm-hmm. Sabrina has used with our kids, um, especially things that if you don't have drama background or drama resources, you know, like a lot of props and st- you know all that kind of support, that you can do a grassroots level drama and really help kids in more ways than you could imagine. Absolutely. Those, have, those drama camps were highlights, I think, of all of our all kids' of our experiences kids. for... Yeah. Um, really f- very formative experiences, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and really did do a lot of this very thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it happened in those camps, and then yeah. they took that and used it everywhere in their lives. Since absolutely, then. yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Another thing that's really exciting. We're just so mm-hmm. bursting with excitement. We are. About Tell us about our it. friend Alexa. Yes, we've made a new friend. Yes. So we, you know, we're we're old folks, but we can do Alexa too. Absolutely. And, and Alexa's such a good friend now that if you ask her to read Seven Sisters Homeschool posts. She'll she do that do for it. you. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. So if you have Alexa, mm-hmm. ask her to read the post, sevensistershomeschool.com's post, and, and she will do that for you. Mm-hmm. That's great. You can do it while you're folding laundry or you know, grading papers, as long as you don't need too many brain cells in one yeah. direction or the other, or, or just as those taking a walk. Yeah. Taking the dog for a walk, whatever. It's great. Alexa's, yeah. Alexa's awesome. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. You bet. All right. Well, I think we've probably uh, probably need to wrap up yeah. here. We could probably talk more for days on this yeah, topic, yeah. but uh, but it's probably time to wrap up. So, if you have any thoughts, comments, you know, put them put a comments either on our homeschool high school podcast Facebook page yes. or. Um, or go ahead over onto iTunes and, and give us a review. Ah, uh, please. Um, yes, yeah. we could use a few more reviews to get iTunes to share us with more people. Right, right. If this has been helpful or some of our other podcasts have been particularly helpful to you, when you give us a review, it helps other homeschoolers find us more easily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we, we appreciate that. Um, and uh, as always, we just enjoy spending time with you. And Indeed. Hope, yeah. hope that the likewise... This has been the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, and we'll look forward to talking with you again soon.